Hey everyone, welcome back to the MoO Show. On this week's episode, Alex and I take a retrospective look at 2020 so far. The year is just over half done and Microsoft has promised us some features in Teams. They've delivered some and they've sandbagged others. We're going to take a look and let you know what we're excited to see and what is already available for you to use in Teams. It's time to get modern. This is the MoO Show. Right, we're back for another episode of the Moo Show. My name is Ryan Bialik, and Alex Henry, how are you doing, my friend? Quite splendid. I'm looking forward to a very toasty weekend. How about yourself? Yeah, it's been a warm. I feel like it's been warm for a couple of weeks, like maybe even a month. It's been pretty toasty, eh? Yeah, we're going from these ranges of like plus thirty to or high twenties, plus thirties to like low twenties, just below, but. I like the cooler nights. So every time we just get that downpour of rain, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And now anyone that's watching or listening from outside of Winnipeg is going to, we need to bring you up to speed on sort of the weather culture in Winnipeg. Whatever the weather is in Winnipeg. It's wrong. We, it's wrong. We don't like it's it. It's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> There's always and something it, to complain about here. And when it's hot out, we wish it was cool out. And when it's frigid, freezing, cold, middle of winter, we want this weather that we're complaining about right now. It's so funny. You know what? I'm still, I can still remember the sting of minus 40 weather uh, last January. So I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I'm not going to, that doesn't mean I'm going to be standing outside in the middle of a field or much That's less true. a sidewalk downtown. Cook an egg today, man. Whoa. Yeah. I just went out for a walk about like five, about half an hour ago and I thought I was going to die. Like that sun was a punch in the face. Boo. But, hey. you know, it was a pleasant punch, punch in the face. I'd do it again. Yeah. No. So hey, you're not you're not working at home. Where are you? What's going on? I'm in our new office. Oh, hoo hoo, very nice. Where the AC is way more powerful than it is in my apartment. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it here. Um, yeah, I thought I'd get uh, try this out and get a little feel for some of the new equipment and uh, check out our new studio, which should be up in a couple of weeks. So um, how am I sounding so far? Sounds great, my friend. Sounds good. So what are we talking about today, Mr. Ryan? Uh, all right, so update on the year's progress. 2020 such a strange, strange year, but the year is a little bit over halfway done, and I thought we could do kind of a recap of Microsoft 365 and maybe some, some more specifically, um, you know, a halfway through the year, look back, look ahead on what's coming down the pike with Teams. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's come out over the last year that we've mm -hmm. been really anticipating and have liked and there's some stuff that we're still waiting at, at the edge of our seats to show up so there's a lot of stuff to cover so we kind of i made this list of things that um we wanted to talk about things that we really liked and things that just didn't quite live up to our expectations and as well as some stuff that we're just still waiting on and it's... as well as a wish list to finish this off yeah so let's cover first the things that have been announced and we're patiently you know, or maybe not patiently, not so patiently waiting for. Uh, and some of the ones that come top of my mind, walkie talkie. Uh, we talked about that, I think, in one of our very first episodes of the MoO show, uh, we sort of brought that forward. And, and we were talking about first line workers, 
Um, you know, you don't need an expensive communication platform or some system or some, you know, goofy server hardware sitting in, in the closet in the computer room kind of thing. Just use Teams on first line worker smartphones and voila, now you can talk to, maybe you've got a campus of buildings, maybe you've got people out on the yard, you know, um, even, even folks that help customers, they could walkie-talkie into people that uh, have workstations and, and sit at a desk, so to speak. So I, again, I'm really looking forward to this one, but uh, MIA as far as when we're, we're actually going to see it. I've heard rumors that the walkie-talkie is going to be coming down the pipe in a month or two, but you know, we thought that a couple of months ago, I'm pretty sure. So mm. uh, my predictions are not quite there yet, but you know, yeah. I'll keep polishing my crystal ball to see if I can get some <laughs> clear predictions for uh, 2021. Yeah. And, and, you know, to be super, super fair, I bet that COVID-19 really scrambled up like development roadmaps, not just for teams, but for all sorts of projects uh, around any kind of company like Microsoft. But you think of they probably had three or four things lined up and then COVID happened. And then we saw a lot of features sort of come in response to that. So something like meeting limits being bumped up to 300 attendees. Uh, that was something that Microsoft did just in good faith sort of as a response to COVID that's being continued. Um, so that's sort of another thing that I, I just wanna you know, sort of share and, and put out there that uh, meeting size limits have been extended for, for at least the, the foreseeable um, short-term future. So, Yeah, and that's one of those things that we just kind of didn't really expect to come out that soon, but they, was it 300? Okay, so what I remember is that they, I think they announced it as 350 and then mm -hmm. they kind of had to retract that immediately and say, hang on, it's only going to be 300, which is still a giant bump from where we were. I think it was 200-ish, yeah. maybe a little I less. I want to say 200, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm, having 300 in a meeting is, well, mm -hmm. way too many people in a meeting, in my opinion, but, you know, <laughs> you know to each their own. I'm not here to judge mm -hmm. a little. Um, how about the new tasks experience? I know we, I don't think we were able to show that one because it's it's in a really sort of beta status, but... Um, I mean, there's really... screenshots of it online and mm -hmm. that that tasks experience. We were talking about that the other day and I was kind of, I I don't know what triggered me, but I was like, what happened to that thing? I thought mm -hmm. we were going to get that, you know, months ago. So some more updates came out on that one. I think it was delayed to mid-July. Mm -hmm. um, so we should be seeing that in a few weeks. So if anyone okay. doesn't know what we're talking about in this case, the tasks for teams, the new tasks experience is basically just a combination of Microsoft Planner and Microsoft To Do in mm -hmm. Teams. So they're taking the current Planner app, you may or may not use it, but there's a Planner app you can install on the left-hand navigation. And then what they're gonna do with this new update is add tasks from your To Do. It's not a new app and it's not replacing any of the original apps. So Planner and To Do will still exist separately, but mm -hmm. because Teams is your hub for work, they'll combine them into one view within your Teams uh, application. So it's kind yep. of just a nice little hub for work again. Which is good because whenever I show Teams to, to folks that haven't seen it before, I always use that little line, you know, this is your hub. This is sort of the, the operating system for your productivity. And then we get to the point where we need to talk about tasks and planners. And it's like, oh, yeah, sorry. You still have to go outside of Teams to get that. Whereas for files, you can stay inside of Teams. For co-authoring documents, you can stay inside of Teams. For getting to your OneNote, even you can pin your OneNote uh, as mm -hmm. an app on that left sidebar. So the, the planner board was nice, but 
just taking it the last mile and bringing in the tasks, shared to-do lists, team tasks, I think will will really take it the rest of the way. Yeah, I think the re- because that planner one's been around for a while, it's basically been, it's planner in a nutshell. The, mm-hmm. the new having to-do tasks in there is the real big advantage here because a lot of people don't really know that's a thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd be surprised how many people that show this and they go, oh, I didn't, I didn't know I could yep. do this in, in Outlook. I'm like, oh yeah, you got Outlook and it's got some great apps on it. Definitely download it, blah, 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 blah. Um, bringing it into Teams will definitely open it up to a brand new user base because yep. um, who will go looking in Outlook for their tasks? I never used it before this, honestly. Yeah, and that's like core productivity level stuff. I mean, tasks to me is productivity 101, whether you're you're keeping yourself organized or, or you're organizing a group of people. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely uh, talk about that when it arrives in into Office 365 tenants. Um, you want to switch gears here and switch to things that we have seen uh, over the last few weeks, few months? Yeah. yeah. So something I've seen and I've actually talked to some customers about is the new meeting join experience in Teams. So for Teams meetings, we always got that, I think it was more of a, a darker looking dialog box. You can join in Teams or you can flip out to, to the web browser if you want. Um, there's a new screen and, and hopefully if you're watching along, you've, you've seen that new screen that you get when you join a meeting, whether join through Outlook or you join through the Teams app or join through a join link. It's more of a, a brightly colored page, sort of translucent background. And it's very, very clear with what your options are. Do you want to join on the web? Doesn't look like you have the Teams app downloaded on your PC or Mac. Do you want to do that? Here's some instructions how you join from from mobile. So they've really cleaned that up. And again, in in talking to some people, I I, um, just this week onboarded some folks that were new to using Teams for meetings. And this particular uh, person I was talking with had no experience with teams and she was able to join and she actually made the remark wow this is pretty slick to to join this was very clear so i'm happy to uh to share that that's out there in the wild yeah i definitely like that new login experience because it just makes it a little more clear about what you're supposed to do compared to Mm -hmm. the old one not that i found it super confusing but it definitely was an improvement that i didn't know we Mm -hmm. we needed even in the Teams app, I noticed uh, sort of slight UI changes too, where if you're joining a meeting and, and you do have Teams, obviously in your tenant and you have the, the app, but it also gives you some options down below, a little bit lower on, on that, that screen right before you join a meeting. Do you want to join from your phone? Do you want to use a conference? Um, if you're using Teams room system, for example, if you have like a Surface Hub or something like this where you have uh, a Teams piece of hardware, Teams certified piece of hardware in your room, um, maybe something with Bluetooth beacons. It'll detect that and it'll actually give you a little note and say, well, you're, you're close to a boardroom with a room system. Do you want to use it? So I've, I've seen some improvements on that interface as well. So again, joining a meeting, get in, make it faster, make it happen, keep it clear. I'm, good that my, I, I'm glad that Microsoft uh, did make those tweaks. So... Uh, let me ask you this. If there's one update that's come out this year, what which one would you say has been the f- your favorite out of everything so far? Something that's already available to the general public, preferably, so people listening can actually try it out today. Um, you know, the the whole 3x3 three three grid debacle. <laughs> um, 
I completely oversold that thing and told people it was going to be out any minute. And then it, it came back and bit me in the butt because it took another few weeks to, to see it. Um, I, I haven't done many Zoom meetings. I haven't done even many Teams or WebEx or Cisco meetings where there's been that many people. So I'm, I'm a little bit lost when it comes to the, I need to see everybody on the screen all at the same time. So Microsoft's you coming up with those. something. Yeah, I, 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 to me, I think it's a distraction to see 49 people in a grid, especially if you're a presenter, you wanna focus on what you're presenting. Um, if you're, I'm, I don't know, maybe if you're a teacher or something and you wanna see your students, that's a little bit of a different question, but. Uh, the three by three grid was nice because it was nice to see more people uh, all at the same time. And yeah, I'm jumping the shark here. And, and Microsoft's already announced that they're going to be bringing a seven by seven grid. So 49 of your colleagues will be on screen all at the same time. To what level of performance you're going to be able to see 49 video streams all at the same time. And again, I, I still think it's kind of distracting, but I get that there's pressure from other video conferencing, you know, competitors that Teams needs to to keep up with. So it's not even the pressure. I think I think a lot of people and a lot of organizations I, that I've noticed myself really want this feature, and mm -hmm. I don't get it. That's not for me. I don't see the appeal again. Just like you, I don't see the appeal of having all these people show yeah. up in my on my feed. And normally, if I'm not um, doing an active video call, I'm usually just you, you'll just see my avatar. It's fine. Yeah. We're yeah. fine, you know, um, but you know what? To each their own, and hopefully, you, you'll really enjoy the seven by seven grid when that comes out. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I've really liked that's come out is the um, the fat. Well, there's two things that's come out, but the one that I, I use the most is fast tenant switching. So you right. and me, we bounce between a lot of different tenants, and mm -hmm. even I think in the beginning of 2020 or at least late 2019, this was a chore and by a chore I mean it was a bit of a slog because if yeah. you had to join to a, a client's tenant or switch to a like one of our demo tenants it was a pain it took forever and it had to think and all I wanted to do is check a notification right. now clear out the, clear out the red dot with a number in it because I don't want to see that <laughs> yeah no kidding it just yeah. sit there and just taunt you until you went in and dealt with mm -hmm. it um so now I just basically get to use I, I can switch out really quickly on the desktop app in the browser, it doesn't really matter too much. So if you don't use the Team Desktop app and you prefer using it in Edge or Chrome or your whatever browser you use, um, mm -hmm. you can still log into multiple tenants that way. So that's an, another workaround. Um, when, if you're in a I lot of a lot, and if you're in a lot of tenants, uh, quite frequently, here's a little tip for you too: use uh, Modern Edge or Chrome, and pin those uh, pin those sites logged into those tenant profiles as apps to your task menu or to your taskbar in Windows, and then just name them different or change the icons. Have different you can use different personas in Chrome and Edge, uh, different user profiles, and then keep one logged into one tenant, one logged into the other tenant. As long as you name them or yeah, I think some of them you can put little icons on uh, on the personas or on the profiles. And then keep them on your start menu or keep them in your in your taskbar. It's really easy to jump into one tenant or the other. Again, if you're in multiple tenants at the same time or you yeah, want to switch. All the time. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, especially with uh, the new Edge. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, next yeah. question. Um, what updates have, n have been released that haven't quite lived up to your expectations so far? Haven't lived up to my expectations. 
uh, popping out and pinning certain elements from teams. Like the chat we, window? Yeah, I think we might be on the same one on this one. Yeah, um, that chat window was kind of, it seemed like a great idea, but when I started mm -hmm. using it, I'm like, this is eh. Yeah. So, I mean, so. it's it's uh -huh. handy, it's fine, but ultimately yeah. I'm just, I think what bugs me is that you get the notification, I believe, not only in the um, broken out window, like the popped out window, but you also get the notification in the team, the main team's window too. So you get uh, two notifications okay. popping up against you. And yeah. ultimately, you know what I end up doing on most days because I use Teams in the browser basically every day. I have mm -hmm. chat in one tab and everything else. Everything in the else. Yeah. Yeah. So much easier. Yeah. I again, I was I was really excited for this one because I thought I would arrange all my windows on my desktop a little bit differently, but um, not quite. Not. Didn't quite change works. your world. No, it didn't didn't rock my socks. But oh, Microsoft has announced that you'll be able to pop a meeting out. So hopefully this one does justice because who's been in a Teams meeting and you're talking and you're seeing, you know, nine people and soon you'll be seeing 49 people. Uh, but then you need to go back to a team to find a file or to find something that someone said. So your meeting shrinks down to this little piece up here or maybe it's off in a different window, whatever it happens to be. Um, what yeah, I what I'm reading is it just like compresses itself into a small thumbnail, but you're always mm -hmm. kind of in the meeting if while you're navigating around teams if you need to. Yeah. And so many people have more than one monitor nowadays too. I want to put this over here, I want to put that over there. I organize everything. Um, there's no reason I can't pop out a meeting over here and still be productive inside of Teams. Maybe I'm just participating by listening or it's training, so I'm kind of half there or um, you know, so something that you need to to be there but you don't need to give a hundred percent of your focus you could still be productive in another app or another section of teams or another conversation in teams so um hopefully hopefully it comes out a little bit slicker than the pop-out chat the other thing that didn't quite live up to my expectation is the yammer preview now i was really right. excited about this one and i get it off right off the hop i know it's a preview i know this is not general release that's not coming out till mid july ish right now as of mm -hmm. the last update we saw um but there's still a lot of things as i was playing around with it that just didn't feel consistent yet so maybe this will get better in a few months or by the end of the year once it's fully released um mm -hmm. but there's a lot of inconsistencies between especially if you're a network admin um balancing between pages your network settings and adding and removing people from groups so it doesn't feel quite like a final product yet so it right. still very much feels like that beta preview model um mm -hmm. but as that comes out as a i'll be keeping an eye on this one just to see how it progresses because there's a lot of potential in, in that new yammer um, experience that i just haven't gotten to test yet so not where i want it to be at this point but it's only the beginning of july so we'll lots there's lots of time to smooth that one yeah. out and I think that's going to pay off as far as more traditional SMBs or sort of small and medium organizations taking to Yammer. Uh, I know I know it's a runaway in in enterprise accounts. A few few jobs ago, I, I worked for a big multinational and and we used Yammer internally. But since then, all of the smaller employees that I've worked for just haven't found a fit for Yammer, and it was kind of like it was stuck in. 2006 you know it was still mm -hmm. kind of it was there they created it microsoft bought it it was integrated in and then kind of left to sit for a little bit 
So I don't think a lot of people got curious about it or they did wander into it and said, this isn't for me and, and kind of backed out of it. So uh, hopefully it creates that buzz as, as I know you're buzzed about Yammer and 2020 being the year of Yammer. So hopefully that is what kickstarts some energy behind it again. Um, what are you still waiting for that has been officially announced but hasn't quite come out yet? Um, two and one is one is big teams thing and one is sort of a side a side thing. Uh, number one, teams templates. Um, we'll, oh we'll yeah, give, I forgot about those. Right, we'll give folks the ability to create templatable teams, and then sort of stamp them out. Um, so we want to do the same thing over and over again, or we want to use the same model for governance or the same model for administration. So instead of having to go in and do all of those things individually over and over again, we'll be able to stamp them out or even use pre, pre-inspired templates for marketing, for HR, for sales. So look forward to something like that. And the other one is Microsoft Lists, which will, of course, come into Teams. Um, but that'll be basically like SharePoint lists on steroids, like um, uh, other products that are out in the market from competitors as far as managing information in, in such a unique documentless way. I know we talked about that a few episodes ago. Yeah, I think those are the two big ones on my list. So um, Microsoft lists was kind of a nice surprise that I didn't expect to um, see coming this, uh, this soon in the year. I think it's starting, it's going to start coming out this month, probably in two months. Um, I'll hold my breath until I actually see it. Um, or I won't hold my breath until I actually see it. Um, but that one is going to make a lot of changes in how we approach just like managing data um, because yep. it's it's like other, it's like, what's the other one out there? Uh, Airtable. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like Airtable. It's very much database driven and it'll provide a lot of, um, I think that'll provide a useful resource. Using SharePoint lists today is a bit of a slog and just the way they manage data entry. So mm -hmm. the idea here is I've been seeing a lot of um, updates come to SharePoint list because they're preparing for that inevitable launch of Microsoft list. So they're yeah. both going to get a big boost once this new app comes out. So that's a big one that I'm going to look forward to. Yeah, and I think I think we're going to see a lot of interesting use cases. And I think it's going to bring the whole idea of how we organize data and, and traditionally that's gets that gets left up to IT people or, or admin people. But I think this lets anybody kind of get into that. You can you can pick up this tool that is Microsoft Lists and change the way you organize data for your role. I think it's gonna democratize it that much. It's gonna make uh, collaboration with even small teams like uh, a couple of admins, a couple of mm -hmm. uh, techs, uh, frontline workers, inventory managers, it's going to make their jobs a lot easier when they have a place that's not an Excel book to mm -hmm. keep all that data and track it on a regular basis. So I wanted to go back to templates for teams for mm -hmm. a second and correct me if I'm wrong, but templates for teams already existed from an admin level, right? I, I think behind the scenes, there are ways to automate the creation of teams. My understanding was that admins could basically pre-create teams so they can make those channels, add, do everything basically that we're seeing on the front end that Microsoft's going to roll, but they could do it on the back end on their own custom level. So I wonder mm. if that's going to change it all because 
I thought that when I first saw templates for teams, I'm like, oh, I thought people could do this already. I didn't really pay too much attention to it. I understand that they're going to come out with some pre-made templates that you can use, mm-hmm. but I don't, maybe they'll make it, is the idea with this update to allow companies to do their own templates a little easier to say, okay, well, you're, if you're going to run this type of project, you're going to use this template as a global yeah. procedure, as a big policy. Uh, I, that's the way I, I took it away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's a nice feature. I'll, I'll, I'm looking forward to seeing that because that'll help a lot of new companies adopt teams a little faster when there's consistency between each team and each department, because yeah. the idea of it is that I always tell people when we get into teams, I'm like, you're not just limited to your own department when you start a team. There's no walls in the system. You can invite anyone mm-hmm. you want and start thinking about the people you work with on a regular basis because mm-hmm. ultimately you're probably working with two or three different teams at the same time. So take advantage of that. Get them all into one group so you can collaborate a lot more effectively. All right. Um, last question. Or no, sorry. We're already on the last question. Um, the other thing I've been really looking forward to that I still haven't seen yet and I have no idea what the hell happened to it is send to teams in Outlook. Oh, yes. Oh <laughs> That's another one I've God. had to die on the hill for. Like that uh, one we heard back in January, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's been such a big wait for this one. I've been looking yeah. forward to it since we heard about it back in January or maybe even December. And only because while you can email, you, know, you can still email your stuff to team channels no problem but the formatting is the big gap here and being able to take an email from your inbox and send it to teams in a nice formatted tool is gonna take teams to a new level so especially if you're an adopting team if you're brand new to teams and you still have Mm -hmm. some people that are in email one day and in teams another or just like you're really committed to email this will help kind of bridge that gap because once you're able to send nicely formatted emails in there people will see that information the communication live in teams and they'll eventually start coming over to the the blue side the dark side the purple side the purple side but at a a click at a click of a button is a lot easier than having to go into the channel find its email address or Mm -hmm. save that to your address book or whatever happens to be We've been waiting for this so long that we've actually been doing training and webinars and setting up um, clients and talking with customers about using Power Automate and flows to get email stuff into Teams. So um, I, I think there's a big appetite for this out there. There's certainly a big appetite for the email to actually be formatted in something that makes sense in the in the Teams posts or in the window. So yeah, definitely still looking forward to this one. So I mentioned earlier that there's a there is still a um, an integration built into Outlook. It works in Outlook on the web, and I'm pretty sure it works in the desktop app, but I haven't tried it yet. Um, where if you're not in Teams for a while, it'll actually send you a notification. It'll send you an email and say, "Oh, look, there's a conversation happening in this channel." Mm-hmm. So I get them from you every once in a while, and it's the nicest thing ever because you can just literally reply in line from that email, yeah. and you can come back to it and see if someone's updated it without mm-hmm. having to actually go into teams. The only problem I have with it is that you don't really get to control when you get emailed from a team right. channel, whether it's from a chat or from a, a, a channel notification. It only seems to notify you if you've been out, logged out of the tenant or if, if you've been out for of it for some time. time, some indistinguishable yeah. amount of time. Yeah, so that could come at you know 3 a.m. when you're trying to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Mr. Ryan, this has been... This has been a good half of 20, well, 
I should choose my words carefully. 2020 has been a bit of a slog. In the Microsoft world, we've seen <laughs> yes. some nice things come out of um, this year, but there's still a lot that we're waiting to see. And there's, yeah. there's been things that we want to see more of, including tasks for teams, lists, Microsoft lists, um, more of the Yammer preview, and there's just so much more. So, and I get it, pandemic stuff likely delayed that quite a bit, but mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I don't want to see it now. So, I'm right. And and hats off to Microsoft for riding the inertia that is Teams. So many people are using this. I'm sure they're getting so much feedback and and information telemetry back on how people are using it, and, and I'm sure that's going to continue to shape the product over the the coming years. So I'm. I'm super excited. I just have to get into the habit of when I read a press release about a feature coming and it says it's going to come in June, maybe, okay, maybe it'll come in June, but maybe it'll come in July. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Sort of, sort of behave that way and, and not, uh, you know, not be chicken little and say that 3x3 three three is coming or 7x7 seven seven grid uh, for videos is coming. Just know about it. Know it's coming prep for it one day and then uh, really drive it home when that when that actually lands rather than getting everybody excited yeah exactly okay um good talking again hope you have a great weekend everyone and we will see you again uh in a week's time all right bye all right. Now. take care <laughs>